What you're listening to is a break. Hear that, listen. Is that your Stan Lee impersonation? That's that was days ago. <laughs> wait, 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 let me get it. Is that Sabrina the Teenage Witch intro? It most certainly is. Wow. Ryan, you're a Sabrina the Teenage Bitch. Oh. Welcome to... We've gotten that one out of the way. <laughs> we can never use it again. Extra spooky, Nove- spooky November spooky Halloween hangover <laughs> issues where we're reviewing all of that shit on Netflix that no one had time to watch in I October. Oh, you thought you liked Sabrina? Wait till you hear us talk about it. <laughs> we are here talking about The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which was released in October 2018 on Netflix. If you haven't gotten a chance to watch it, it's an adaptation of Sabrina the Teenage Witch and is a dark coming-of-age story that traffics in horror and the occult. No, oh, it's a story about Clark Whitehead. In this reimagined origin story, Sabrina Stellman wrestles to reconcile her dual nature, half-witch, half-mortal, while standing against the evil forces that threaten her and her family, including Aunts Hilda and Zelda, mm-hmm. and the daylight world humans inhabit. Kiernan Shipka, who was also on Mad Men, leads the cast in the role of the show that is based on the comic series of the same name. It didn't sound like you are reading that at all. I just love going up and down as I'm slowly reading things on a you screen. You have a cadence like Zelda right now, so it's <laughs> yeah. good. So, I like how you ignored the fact that the evil forces are literally Satan. Well. <laughs> <laughs> this is Satan. Madam, well, we don't want to refer to it because the Church of Satan is okay with the show, but but not the statues that they use, not the other Church of Satan. Yeah, which one is which? Oh God! And one hates the other one. No, 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 no. You guys, you guys really joke, but like I went into the wrong Church of Satan the other day, and they were like, "What? You saw Sabrina? The Church? I haven't seen it yet. Don't spoil it." Well, so there's like, what is it? It's a big fifty million dollar lawsuit from. One of the churches of Satan. The Church of Satan of Latter-day Saints. Specifically for the use of the Baphomet statue in the uh, the main like yeah, yes. campus area. Exactly. And the it's because hall. that the design was which was it's the design that the church started using, I think, in the early or early nineties or some time ago that was based on a previous interpretation of Baphomet from like an artwork. So it's definitely a question up in the air of like whose IP Copyright, is what. Yeah, yeah, because it's like yeah. Technically, you stole that to create the statue, so then why does that make your statue or like your design overall? I think it's an interesting case. I yeah. I love that we talk about copyright law yeah. all the time. <laughs> we do. And, and also, if you didn't, if if you're into this just to listen to the statues aspect of Sabrina, statues. stop listening right now. Or we're going to move on to the actual statutes. Oh, All right, quick fire. General impressions. What'd you like? Hated it. Sentence or less. Michelle Gomez, amazing. Uh, who's Michelle Gomez? That's Man your sentence. Satan. Brett, <laughs> not enough statues. I should have been more. Stuff. I wish I had a made-up disease where I was going blind instead. It's a curse. I oh, wish I bitch, was cl- calm possibly down. a lesbian. So like I will say something nice about it. I will say something nice yeah, about it. Yeah, let's do what we liked. Um, cool. I okay. like the atmosphere and the sets. And I think at times it balanced the horror and the camp pretty well. But those were few and far between. Okay. Mm. Um, I enjoyed Michelle Gomez as yeah. Madam Satan. That bitch Excellent. could always... I just said that. Well, well, now we're on me. Um, the... <laughs> 
She could always find a bookcase and just peer from it <laughs> and then come out from it and talk to no one. She it was the most theatrical her crazy hair was thing. fantastic. Oh, it was phenomenal. She, she was killing this season. She was like, everyone is a bad actress except me, so I'm going to chew the fucking scene. Uh, Alright, what'd like you like about her it? in the show coupling... Not coupling, excuse me. We'll coupling talk about was, that later. Yeah. No, Greenwing, it's a British show, and she was played a fucking freak show, and I yeah. loved her. There were a lot of, like, she gave birth British to a lion. Alum. British, uh, like, alumni, like, because uh, one of the aunts was uh, Dawn from The Office. Mm-hmm. The, the use, British office. And you were the use of Satanism Lucy. and the uh, Church of Darkness... You like as an extended metaphor for the nature of tribalism and like using that as a lens to look at a lot of different issues. Like I really liked that they didn't just wash over the fact that the women have to submit their bodies to a male demon, and that you know they really stuck it to the principal who was condescending toward young females. Yeah, the high priest. Uh, no, 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 the, no, the, the actual the principal. Oh, oh, Bronson Bronson Bichette. Bichette. yeah. yeah. Um, and that perfect stranger openly sexually harassing you know the the vice principal which is a bold dick move well so a lot of this that sort of attitude I think was especially driven in the first three episode arc of the series where Sabrina refused to put her name in the book so the Sabrina as the character of fire Overall, <laughs> did you see her? But then as... she competed in the Triwizard. <laughs> <laughs> did you see her as somewhat of a precocious child, or did, or like a teenager, or did you see her as like an absolutely ridiculous persona? I, I thought there was a big divisiveness around that. I felt her so yeah. entitled. She felt like she could just do whatever the fuck she wants. I'm like, what, uh, where? Did I'm you... in both worlds. Thank you very much. I think yeah. I I found it kind of interesting the sort of backlash that was received from the character from being so like driven to do what she wants because I think in a lot of worlds where it was a male character, they wouldn't care as much. And like, but I will say what I found kind of the laziest part of her character writing was the fact that she made really piss poor plans. Mm. And so like she always had this idea for what Mm. should be right and what should be done. And she really made bad choices that like, just make her come up as like, that's where I think the character gets lost. Like she... Ne- she always had the right idea in mind, like the right, uh, what was that called? Like, right belief in mind, but was so bad at executing everything she, she was. Also, she was doing worse things to uh, counteract the bad yeah. stuff. She was like, oh, oh, yeah, I made someone mad, so they killed someone, so I'm going to raise the dead? That's a, that's a fucking Yeah, but stretch. it's Saturday afternoon for us. Um, I She was the least interesting character in her show. No, 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 no. I got no, no, no. Her human, human. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated every single coal mine, I'm going blind storyline, <laughs> minority. Like, they were all fucking terrible storylines. Horribly acted and just boring. Well, so this go is back a, to the coal mine. Well, this is a big problem, I think, in a lot of. <laughs> we talk about the coal mine. This is a big problem in a lot of Netflix shows. I tend to find so, like, whether it's witches or superheroes or other things, it's like the main characters of the series are always far more interesting than their surrounding characters. But they always seem to form storylines around them. This happened in, like Dexter, even. Yeah. So how do you make people care about things that aren't the like superhero or like the superpower in the storyline? 
It's it, it is tough. You're right. Um, get I, better I think actors. I yeah get better actors or have better writing. I don't. It just it wasn't captivating. I think everyone collectively zoned out when you went back to the human mm-hmm. school. Would you agree? I think it's there. They need the story. The side stories need to at some point have major rippling effects Correct. within the larger story, yeah. rather than the larger story just causing waves in every other story. That everyone has to respond to what. The major part is that eventually in complex storytelling, the stuff that's happening far away yeah. comes and gets entangled with all the stuff that you were, you were focused there on. There are very few, I'm sorry, Clark, very few showrunners that know how to do that exceedingly well. I think yeah. on Netflix, the third season of Daredevil was very good at that. Yeah. I think um, most of you haven't seen this, but The Wire is very good at taking like mm-hmm. sort of storylines where characters don't even meet and like how it interlocks thematically that's really well I thought they did a really shitty job at it but I think they did it like the stupid blindness and the grandma came out of nowhere (sighs) and brought it in and the um, the terrible little girl and her crazy fucking uncle that was came out of nowhere and they kind of built all that into it I just thought thought they did a shit job also like oh yeah was the uncle being fed like what was the The situation yeah Yeah, the exorcism oh that episode nearly no it lasted three episodes y'all we had to watch yeah so the mid the mid-season arc i think was really the dipping point for me where it just didn't seem to connect a lot and i think the biggest episode that caused an issue at least for me was the Dreamtime episode stupid so it's so bad well it's really interesting because I think we all talked about this before the podcast it's very much like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode Mo- and so it's monster great it's week. a monster of it, the week from, it's all, from season one sure well, also it's the ripoff of the finale of season one because there or season two or something there is a dream episode season four is it season four yeah I was not it's close season five but it's I, ever changing and again <laughs> this is also something that I think tends to pertain into a lot of Netflix shows and I don't know if it's because of budgets or compl- like complexity capacity they get a lot more shorter seasons is there room for a flavor of the week kind of show for whether it be like action, suspense, what have you? Mindhunter did it. Mindhunter did it actually fairly well because they because in every episode they deal with a different serial killer, uh, and it still uh, adds into the overarching plot of what uh, of profiling. What's going on? Yeah, I watched. I think I need to go back to that. I watched like one to two episodes. Good. Of it. I do it think that cool. they were trying to juggle more than having completely procedural. And then within the procedural, there's always a part of the story that continues the larger plot. They tried to have segments where you've got one episode that's a standalone, and then three episodes that kind of go together, and then two episodes that are standalone. And that jumping back and forth, I don't think really worked because it makes it feel much more wandering. Like, you don't know where things are supposed to be going. Did or to expect that each week it's going to be a new thing and you get a little bit of... You know, another good example on Netflix is BoJack Horseman because um, it is telling a larger narrative, but each episode is telling its own story. And they even critique it uh, in the fifth season of BoJack when it's the show within the show... Filbert. Uh, uh, Filbert, and where the showrunner basically goes... <laughs> I don't think of this as a TV series. I think of this as a ten chapter yeah, novel. Yeah, yeah, chapter one. I'm like, one. fuck you. Yeah. Like every like showrunner who thinks they're like hot shit says that about their TV show. It felt like this season just felt rushed. It felt like they quickly cast the the people because it doesn't seem like the casting had a lot of thought, honestly. Because mm-hmm. uh, they well, seen certain people. I like the people they, in the witch, the witching school. Well, yeah, the witching school was good. Yeah, um, Richard Coyle. Richard yeah. Coyle is wonderful. Yeah, and so attractive. That's more He's like handsome. a part of the style of like. I was thinking about why I hate 
kind of teen dramas. It's like a CW show. Yeah, and it's like in part because, you know, they're like the hottest high school in on earth, like fully adult high. <laughs> it's yeah. creepy and weird. But also because all the actors are they're just bad enough. They're not so bad you can't watch it at all. Right. But it, it yeah. allows you, a viewer, even further to put yourself in their position. Like that person is trying to be as blank a slate as possible. I could see myself in this romance. I mean, do we want to talk about the correlation to Riverdale? We, it was almost I, a CW sh- show. I was um, it almost got picked up. Uh, it sorry. feels the same way. They even bring it up in the actual show when itself. When they were talking about the school stuff, I was confused where when she started going to the witch school, she's like, oh, I'm going out of town for a bit. But yeah, what is and her then, fucking like, school schedule? Did she... <laughs> that was making me so mad. One morning she was having... Uh, like breakfast with a Z or something, and she was like, it's very "Well, weird. I'll just <laughs> just crying or for no nonsense reason." She was like, "Well, I'll just go to school a full day, and then I'll come home, and then do my homework, and then I'll go to school." And I was like, "What? Are you working like sixteen? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is yeah, that?" Like that's what annoyed me in the early part of the season, like the the half, like you know. Uh, uh, Logistic. Yeah, it was nuts. It was like she was gonna do both as a school. planner. You must have been what? up and on. Oh my god! I, I swear to God, I was having a heart attack. <laughs> but it just made no sense. I was like, decide on one. And like, I think it would have been a much more interesting story if she had just gone towards the witching stuff and left mm. the human stuff behind. Did it, she? Oh, sorry. It's a, so many. Uh, my my. The reason why I was getting frustrated was it, they were concentrating on such so much of the teen stuff, which we don't really care about. Um, but not world building enough or fast enough for me. So I wanted to know more about the mystical world or something. And they wouldn't give you anything. I know. Well, let's talk about some of the unsolved mysteries from the end of the season. Oh, so many so who do we think killed Sabrina's parents? Ugh, I, me, probably. Because um, they we all think did. you jumped into a punchline that didn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I uh, I, my guess would be what's his name, the high priest, Blackwood. Yeah, you think that's too obvious? obvious. No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> not for this show. Yeah. Um, which, I don't remember which on is which. Um, Zelda is the redhead. Yeah. Zoe is uh, the. Uh, what what, I, what about Hilda's weird boyfriend thing? With yeah, that he's eyes. a demon Maybe now. He's yeah, yeah. Uh, coffee that shop. actually could be something. Yeah. Um, well, I well there was wasn't there the in some point and maybe I mistook this that there was like a witch hunter that was out there that they referenced that they never really came back to. No, no, no. Yeah, yes. So yeah, that was still a, an open like book. Yeah, the kid who died. there was so many loose threads. Blackwood's oh, baby. Yeah, what's gonna happen with that? Because then I oh, got the baby split. That was a weird uh, decision. Uh, to just steal the baby. Who's going to get killed? Well, I got that, but I'm like, what are you going to do with the baby? I will say this show does do things that I'm like, oh, I didn't expect it going there because it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and so do you think they'll keep with the human storyline? So Sabrival, as I'm calling it, which isn't really that great. Sabrival? She's become evil and she's a Heather now. So what are we going to do about her? Oh, yeah. They did give her a nice little slow motion power walk mm-hmm. set that was empowering music. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so she was working so hard to open that fucking it was a Rubik's cube basically, um, and then she opens it to get to do this class, and you never get to see her in that goddamn really, class. She never once. Any, yeah, not a single. It's like time. the opposite of Harry Potter. There's no trials. There's no spell learning. Yeah. It's literally she's just a fucking god because she signed her name in a book and yeah, got superpowers. Yeah, what was the point? 
Um, it's, it's, not t- much. it's tough stuff. So there is a there is an upcoming Christmas special. Let's on just December do December 14th. It's called a Midsummer Tale. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Let's do a lightning round characters. You want Nick or Harvey? Richard's I'm not. Harvey. Nick is the Nick. magic schoolboy. Nick, Nick Scratch. Oh, and it's Nick Scratch. <laughs> That's the name for the devil. Do you want Z? I don't have devil names. Do you Nosferatu? want Zelda or Hilda? Yeah. To do what? what? Do you just like want to? Yeah, who? No, who do you want to hang out with? Daniel Webster. Wait, I mean, Hilda's the Zelda, right answer. Yeah. Wait, Hilda or Zelda? Yeah, yeah. you're gonna say Zelda. Well, you're a Zelda. <laughs> I'm not Hilda. And Zelda's together we right? sleep in the yes. same room. Yeah, yeah, Zelda for sure. Yeah. Uh, so can I just say something about them? Yeah. Hilda and Zelda reminded me a lot of Cain and Abel from the Sandman comics. Mm. When um, you know they're like siblings, and like Cain is always killing Abel over and over again because he gets annoyed with him. Yeah. And so when Zelda kills Hilda and puts her in the the Cain, uh, uh, oh, the Cain yes. uh, grave, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, oh, it was very, very influenced by Sandman. And yeah. I'm pretty sure this is an easy question, but Prudence or Sabrina? Prudence! <laughs> Prudence is so the fucking main girl. The main girl. The, 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 the main girl. Prudence is a great actress and a fun character. Oh, yeah. she's why, gorgeous. Why haven't we mentioned the gayness yet? Oh, yeah. It it seems like let's kind of let's briefly right talk here. about how queer the show is. Yeah, so we've got Susie, who's nine binary, and we've also got Ambrose, who's got a shitload of gay love. Susie going was on. the most interesting of her secondary sure. human characters. Which one's Susie? She's the non binary. She's the one who talked to the hunter woman. Yeah. I don't even know. The protector of the witches. I thought she was more of an Amelia Earhart sort of vibe. (laughs) Wait, who is this? (laughs) Susie, the friend that wasn't going blind. Oh, no, she's terrible. (laughs) Well, it just goes to show you that Clark's a bigot. (laughs) This has been Homo (laughs) Sabine. Ambrose. Ambrose and his love interest. is... Delicious. He is a very oh, lucky man. Snack attack. Yeah. Yeah. I feel uncomfortable. I like That's how the, <laughs> I, would, I would like to leave on one bad note. Um, that he's joined the Proud Boys. Boys. Praise Satan. <laughs> the, praise Satan. No. Sabrina the actress, because I refuse to learn her real name. Kieran and Shipka. <laughs> and that's why. No, Delicious she, Polish she is actually allergic yes, to cats. It. Are you serious? She is allergic to cats. That's why Sabrina got less screen time. They just kept the cat That would have been a more... The cat was a better actor. And also... Yeah. Uh, Salem didn't get to talk. That's not, that's she, not only when it was that. a weird no, 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 shadow she, yeah. monster. So when you minute. when you actually watch the show, yeah, there they're not in the same frame forth. a lot because huh, she's so allergic. That, but I'm saying this is annoying to me. The the cat didn't talk because at the outset of the project they said we're taking a more serious tone. There's no way we can have a sassy, gifable cat. Running around saying I just, sassy cat things. This was that weird hard. nightmare monster was basically just a jester, like a like just a fucking town a jester. Like, like you can't have the cat talk now. Kieran and Shipka was their first and only choice for Sabrina. So why? I thought she was great. She is very engaging. I, I love watching her on screen. On Mad Men, she was phenomenal. She was. Okay. I think it's bad writing, but like she is a presence on screen. Like I'm interested to watch her and see her speak at all times. They didn't rule out the possibility that the cat could talk in the future. I know, and I've read a lot of articles about that. Yeah, that's the feedback. Uh, You showed up. It was a. It was like a spirit ghost, and then it said a word or two, and then it turned into a cat. Yeah. Well, this has been cat talk on Sabrina. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Watch it. I think it's watchable. 
It's watching. Keep it on in the background when you're um, mopping. It like once I got over the hump of like episodes four, five, six. It's a rough arc. The middle uh, part's bad. I got engaged again. Uh, I was like, all right, fine. I'll 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 finish. This Do off. yourself a favor. Fast forward the human parts. You'll be fine. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm going blind. <laughs> Good. Yeah. With, with the shiny. <laughs> grandma was the, Yeah. No, it's the shinning boy. Do you want to get sued? Oh yeah, the shinning. All right. Bye. That's it. That's it. Yes. <laughs> we gotta end it now.